Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Chat AI podcast. My name is Lindsay Rosenthal, and today's podcast is with Vijay Pravid Maharajan, actually our first returner onto the podcast. We had him on a couple of weeks back to talk more about blockchain and Web3 and NFTs. But we had him on this week to talk about more about his company, BitsCrunch, and the way that it uses AI and NFTs and making really great tools to detect wash trading and fraud detection and many other things. Vijay is someone who has just been building in the AI space for a long time now. He actually got top 40, under 40 data scientists in India, as well as top 20 data scientists to be followed on LinkedIn in 2020. And so just really cool to chat about the future use cases of AI and blockchain, what we're using it for now, and what needs to happen for more adoption. We both agreed that there has never been a bigger time, a bigger opportunity to be building and learning about AI. So super excited to have them come on and talk a little bit more about what they're doing, what's to come. So hope you guys all enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome back to the Chat AI podcast. Today, I'm excited to reintroduce our first, second time appearance guest, Vijay Pravin Maharajan, CEO and founder of BitchCrunch, back to the podcast. So thanks for being here. Thanks again for inviting me, Lindsay. It's been a pleasure talking to you. So it's the second time, as you mentioned, and then I'm excited to talk about various things regarding AI. Yeah, last time we really jumped in more blockchain, Web3 type of things. And of course, we'll touch on that today with some of the things you guys are working on over at BitsCrunch. Really excited to talk a bit more about the AI side of the house, what you guys are doing with AI, and you have a deep background in AI and machine learning. So excited to jump into that too. So I think in general, it'd be awesome to kick it off. We have to talk a bit more about your background as a data scientist mm-hmm. and then how you became meshing the blockchain space with artificial intelligence. So as I started making, having got the background of electrical engineering, I jumped into data science right away. So I started my career as data scientist at Telefonica, which is O2, uh, one of the leading telecommunications company from Spain, London, uh, UK, as well as in Germany. So I started there, worked for four years, deep dive into various data science machine learning AI models. And from there, I had a small stint with the Volkswagen. And then I moved into a role with Siemens as a data analytics. Yeah, that actually helped me in also setting up BitScrunch, which I lead at the moment. And we are one of the leading NFT forensics entity that is also using AI to its full extent to detect NFT frauds and scams. I think it's cool having had such a deep background in AI and be able to utilize it with this new blockchain technology, which is really awesome. I think something that I'm excited about with generative AI and AI in general is just like the impact it has, the potential to make on every industry. We're just on the cusp of it right now, and you're doing it right now in the blockchain space. But I think two really exciting use cases that you've started to use in BitchCrunch, but just in general, is just to be able to use predictive analytics and also fraud detection. I think it's super important for a couple of different reasons, especially in the blockchain space. For one, increases efficiency. Two, it increases security, which obviously we need increased security all the time in the blockchain space. And then three, when you mix these together, it just creates a better user experience, which has been a big buzzword for the past year to bring more people into the blockchain space. So It'd be interesting to hear your thoughts on why utilizing AI is important to move the blockchain space forward. And it could be a little bit more about how BitCrunch uses it with wash trading and your fraud detection and things like that. Yeah, sure. AI has been in talks in the recent times, mainly because of ChatGPT and also Google's rival BARD AI. So yes, AI 
took a while to settle down. Back in years, people used to mock AI. People used to make fun of how machine can replicate human beings. But look at the way things have changed. AI chat GPT is now worth 29 billion. Their latest valuation is 29 billion, which is something that is great. 29 billion is something that a company takes 10 to 15 years solid to gain that sort of momentum and valuation. But look at the valuation. Yes, yes, OpenAI has started long back. They got some money in the past and started building. But then when you look at the valuation, it's outraging if you ask me. And here at Bitscrunch, what we do is we do like a flight map for NFTs. We, we connect wallets that are associated with NFTs. We check who is buying what, who is selling what. And with that, we do like a flight map and the machine automatically learns by itself to detect wash trading uh, with the, whenever a different pattern comes in the picture. So that is something that we do at Bitscrunch, which is also helping us in forensics, the NFT side. And for price estimation, we look at 62 key performance indicators to arrive at a fair price of NFTs. And that's also where the machine learning models help us a lot. I think great opportunities to use AI and you guys are on the cusp of it. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on what are other companies doing in the blockchain space of utilizing AI? Like maybe some examples that you've seen that you really enjoy. So there are some startups that are definitely using AI to its full potential, especially in detecting frauds in crypto space, general crypto space, and also NFT space. So there are beyond transactional fraud, there are teams that work with regards to copy mints. So there, there are teams like even Go, Nansen and Dune are also making moves in that space. Elliptic chain analysis are also making some bold moves in the space. So yeah, exciting times ahead. I'm eagerly looking forward to how things shape up as we progress. Yeah, yeah. One company that I've enjoyed kind of researching is called AlgoTrader. Now they're called Widen and they're more on the cryptocurrency side of things. And they use AI for like more like market forecasting and trends and even like portfolio optimization. It's just like a good example. It just helps investing in cryptocurrency to make the process a little bit easier for people, which is cool. And I think companies in general being able to integrate AI into their systems makes it so much better for the users. It even saves time on their end too, like using AI, especially generative AI. And we're seeing like these incredible technologies come out that companies can utilize either on the client side or on the company side that just saves time and saves money. And so these companies be able to use technology and save time and they can use their money to invest in some other things inside the company too. And it's a great thing to be able to, even if you're not a company that's going to have full AI like you guys do for the client, just be able to use it on the, the company side is pretty incredible. You've been here, like how do you think that AI will shape the blockchain industry in the years, months to come. Like you just mentioned, there are already a lot of traders and trading entities which uses AI to its full potential to, to see the highs and the lows in the market and just to time the market. So that's what I have seen in the recent past where trading has gotten a lot smarter and they have made a lot of returns, a lot of money using AI, which is a good thing, right? And market makers using AI is another example and the direction of frauds and scams like what chain analysis and bitscrunch does is a beautiful example and generative nfts are also there using ai where people doesn't have to code or doesn't have to sketch something whereas they use ai to 
to generate in art. We have seen ample amount of art-generative, AI-generated NFTs that are selling for bigger price tag. A lot more in store. AI has no boundaries, as we all know. And that is something that is helping out blockchain and the teams building on blockchain. Yeah, even using generative AI with the smart contracts too, I think is an interesting instead of there's so much tedious things that are very over and over time consuming. And so being able to use generative AI on the smart contract side along with the art, I think is really cool. Do you think there's any like risk with using AI within the blockchain space? Have you? I'm sure you've even seen it or even in the future. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to accuracy, AI has never been 100% accurate till date. It's always getting closer to the 90s mark, 91, 92% or 95%. What is the what is the level that you feel it's safe? It's still not set on stone. Even when it is 98% accurate, you still fail 2%. That could completely change the game, completely change the context of the game, right? So AI take its own time to, to be even more precise. And then that's where the 2% or 1% failure rate can also have a huge impact on certain things. Yeah, what do you talk with? Yeah, like AI, like there is, especially as it's still getting better and within the blockchain space, everything is concrete. Once you've put something on chain, it's there forever. So what are your thoughts on still being at the early stages of AI, but yet being at a time, let's say if you're using generative AI for smart contracts and you don't catch a mistake, like it's on chain forever, like you can't change it. What are your thoughts with that? Yeah, ultimately it doesn't react to the external conditions that well, right? You have so much happening around you. You have a war that is going on in, in Russia and Ukraine. You have oil prices pumping up and down. You have electricity prices shooting up. So these are things that AI will obviously learn by itself. But then just recently, we, we had a horrible earthquake in Turkey and Syria. These are things that are external factors that can also impact the market in any ways, right? Turkey and Syria haven't impacted the market, but then so many lives, I feel sad for that. But then if that would have been in, in a more crypto specific area, it, it could have made a difference. That's my whole point. So AI being still not 100% accurate is always a challenging aspect for all the developers. And then also, like you said, Smart contracts is always set on stone. Whatever that you write, just the same. And when AI comes into the play, it can always bring something into the mix. So we need to be wary of what level do we need AI? What level do we rely on AI to accomplish something? And that is something that we as developers, founders need to be wary of. What do you think? Because you said right now we're around that like maybe 92% mark of how optimal AI is performing. How long do you think it's going to take until it's closer to that 100% mark or what needs to happen for it to get to that 100% mark? Does it just need more data to train on, more money, more people like creating and making it better? What are your thoughts on that? It makes us several factors. More and more people, more and more data is what makes AI evolve. Because as more and more people give inputs, more and more people deploy some things built on AI that can make AI smarter. And at the same time, data is the oil, right? As as much as data you provide to a machine learns, it picks up minute details from those data. So yeah, these are things that, that can definitely be a grading factor. And over the next few years, I believe that there will be a lot of AI geeks out there, AI jobs that will be in the market, which is actually good, which will also optimize the AI part. 
And then, like I said, I don't believe in AI being 100% accurate any day. There's, there will always be a 0.1, 0.2% of uh, non-accuracy when it comes to AI because it's ultimately a mission. And we need to accept which is good for also our safety, right? When you talk about automated cars, even if 0.1% risk can take away a life, that is something that we need to be aware of. But then I feel like you can compare it to like, how close can it get to a human's ability to perform? So like, yes, maybe you can only get to the 0.1%, but like maybe humans are 0.15%. And so it's like maybe the goal mark isn't 100%, but maybe it's like as close as to humans as possible. The thing is, like, maybe once we hit that mark, it'd be better. But it's really interesting, especially when you mentioned like AI with cars. So once it becomes, if there's a lot of money involved or there's human life involved, it's going to be really important that we get to 100% mark. And I think until then, we'll probably do like a thing where you like partner like maybe AI or some sort of chat, JPT bot like creates the code. And then you have maybe a developer that actually goes through and makes sure the code's up to date, make sure there's no bugs before they actually utilize it. So I think there'll still be a good amount of time until we hit that, especially depending on kind of what's at stake within the industry. But what do you think timeline-wise? Do you think everything's changing so fast? Like this has been the past couple of years, there's been so much change. So what are your thoughts on that? In my opinion, by the next four to five years or at the max seven years, we will see a lot more AI in action because up until now, AI has been in talks, AI has been in the news, AI has been in, in, in theory, but in practice, yes, AI is used in a lot of applications, but if you ask what's the closest, let's say, proximity or the accurate AI that is being in use right now, it's not a lot. Considering the global scale, it's not a lot. We have seen robots, we have seen AI applications being used in some, but it will take four to five years, in my opinion, or by 2030, which is in seven years, we could see a lot more in action. Automated cars, self-driving cars is in talks for what? Almost half a decade or even more than half a decade. Do we have cars that can drive by itself? Not yet. So a lot of capital, which is also that I missed while talking about AI development. Because it's not about just data and people, but then more capital has also been also to be deployed in this space. And I believe that investors are also doing that. I has been fueled by the giants in the industry. Look at Google, look at Amazon, IBM, Microsoft, and Facebook. And looking them invest heavily on AI speaks volume about what what lies ahead of us. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think. While some of these big players have been creating the AI in the background for a while, I think now that there's some of the main AI things coming out to the market, I feel like there's so much demand for it now too, that they're going to continue to build these different AI products. New companies are coming to the space. They see the demand. They see the market opportunity. I think it's just going to drive innovation faster. I think they're going to drive money faster. Although they've been building this for a while, I think there's going to be other companies that come into the space, build some things maybe even get acquired by some of these bigger companies here and there. So I think just this demand picking up will probably help to move the space forward too. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at the number of acquisitions, the hires that were made in the recent past by the tech giants, Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Microsoft, it it is clearly showing an exponential growth. Look at Facebook, they have lost a few billion dollars by investing in metaverse and VR, AR stuffs. Which is fine. In my opinion, they are trying out things. 
which and then they are trying to think ahead of the rest of the curve and the CEO is unshattered is unfaltered with what the loss was and he still keeps going investing big amounts of money into the AR VR stuff and the metaverses so that speaks volume of what the potential this AI has in the near future and I'm also hopeful about AI much like Mark Zuckerberg yeah yeah, I think now talk a little bit more about generative AI, like specifically the, how it's going to improve the blockchain space. We've already talked about smart contracts. I think smart contracts is a really good example of it. I think even going into like maybe the marketing side of some of these blockchain companies, util- utilizing generative AI for some of the marketing side of things, where that's video content, text-based content, audio, anything like that. I feel like that's another way they can easier connect with their consumers. We always need marketing in the blockchain side of things. And then lastly, I think uh, using generative AI in the DAO space and kind of through the way they improve their experiences, like automating resource allocation, I think would be interesting to see how DAOs will use generative AI in the future. But I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Do you agree on these points? Do you have ones to add about how generative AI specifically will be used in the blockchain space? Yeah, for sure. Marketing in Web2, marketing... In Web3 is totally different. They know the minute details of a user, right? When you log in to any Web2 native platform, you give more details to the end user, to the client, where you provide names, email addresses, pin code, and phone number and other details. But in Web3, it is just valid. So Web3 marketing is going to be totally different where you need to understand a user behavior with a valid. You need to see what amount of NFTs that they are purchasing, what amount of tokens, at what time they are purchasing, the amount of holding period is going to be monitored, the amount of the collections, is it more art-friendly gaming native NFTs in the bags or collection process, whatever it is, right? People need to dig deeper into different ways and that's where AI could potentially help. Uh, and then if you remember, if intelligence... They are also doing a good job when it comes to visualizing the data, data potentials of F3. And uh, uh, what was the third point that you were discussing? I said DAOs too. DAOs, yes. So DAOs, yes, they picked up a lot in the last year. And then uh, since it's decentralized, there is no top-down approach where you won't have a CEO like in a traditional company where things are by a mutual mutual agreement between the DAO members or at certain levels where people stake or vote based upon the tokens that they hold. So here again, AI could come in handy, but where it's still too early to say how DAOs will mature because right now DAOs to me, they are like a baby. Like they are still figuring out how and what can impact things on blockchain and for sure, AI can guide them because there is no top-down approach. Like I said, it's more bottom-up where everybody thinks in different ways and sometimes AI can give like, it can be like a torchlight which can help make decisions wisely. Yeah. No, I totally agree. We haven't really checked in a while. Like what's happening at FitzCrunch. It'd be interesting to kind of hear what you guys are doing right now. What's your focus for like the next six months kind of what's happening more on your end too so we launched unleash nfts.com maybe i'll also write that in comments just yeah i can put it down in the down below yes. so click on it yes yeah I, we just launched our b2c platform unleash nfts.com it's in beta version right now 
And the interesting thing is it is already live across three chains, Ethereum, Polygon, and Avalanche. And we are about to add Binance chain, BNB chain, which is, which comes next. And afterwards we plan to add Solana as Solana has a bigger NFT ecosystem. So yeah, with five chains, that pretty much has more than 90, 95% of the NFT chunk available in the market. So yeah, we are looking forward and we are also anticipating our token launch this year. That's awesome. So with Unleashed NFTs, it's just like showing your guys' different like wash trading and some of the other AI products you have in a more like visual way. Yes, this is more like a coin market cap slash coin gecko for NFT space, but with chain analysis feature added to this, just think it that way. So let's say if Lindsay wants to invest on an NFT right now, there are like plenty of NFT marketplaces, plethora of NFTs and then plenty of collections out there. So we help Lindsay to pick better NFT for her investment. And it's not an investment advice by any means, but we back it by data. We check what's going on behind each and every NFT. Is it watch traded? Does it have a fair price? Is it an inflated NFT? So by looking at all these factors, we enable Lindsay to, to pick a good NFT for investment. Yeah, awesome. And then the last question before I let you go, where do you think the NFT sphere is going to be going in the next year or so? Do you think it's going to expand into new types of NFTs, new opportunities on that way? Or do you think it's going to be down for a little bit? What do you think is going to be like the next steps for NFTs? NFTs are growing. NFTs will grow. That's my take on it. Because as you could see, more and more brands stepping into NFTs in the recent times. Just recently, Amazon, a company which is worth trillion dollars, openly said that they have their eyes set on NFT space. And there are so many other brands like MasterCard, Visa, LG, Samsung, Tiffany & Co. So every month I see one or the other brands stepping into NFT space. So that also lets the moth adoption easily because people trust brands, right? Why do you buy a Porsche? Why do you buy a BMW? So that these are things that uh, can bring people together. Uh, that can actually help the NFT community grow in the coming years. Yeah, awesome. This has been so great. So good to hear your thoughts on just what's going on, the mixing of AI and blockchain and hear your thoughts on everything right now. So thanks so much for being on here. Thanks again, Lindsay. We'll be out for the third time anytime. Yeah, we'll have you on for the third time soon. We'll make everyone tired of you. Sure. Be the fourth and fifth. <laughs> sure. Awesome. Thanks, well, thanks so much. Bye for now. Bye for now.